Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Good morning, everybody from Dogs HQ. I'm Jake Rowe. He's Rusty Mansell, and we're here to talk Georgia football, transfer portal, recruiting. Uh, shoot us some questions in the comments. Uh, we 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 need them. We want them. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about here, Rusty. And I, I wrote a story yesterday discussing uh, how Georgia is the transfer portal board is starting to take a little bit of shape now. I mean, we knew it would as time went on. Yesterday marked the 10-day period that the portal had been open, so we're still only a third of the way through this thing. Um, Right now, as you look at the transfer portal, and we've seen Georgia guys go in, and they're not done going in, Mm. who would be the guy you feel the best about maybe ending up at Georgia at this point? London Humphreys. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt wide receiver. Uh, You know – um, a lot of Travis Etienne, a lot of talk about him as well and how close that is with Georgia. And most people you talk to feels like um, feels like that, that that's trending that way. So here's one thing I want to mention. The portal has been crazy active for, what, 10 days now? It's insane. When these teams start playing their bowl games, that's when they're going to – that's when it's going to be another huge, uh, you know, rush of this thing. So, you know, teams – Especially, especially, you know, some of these good teams, including maybe Georgia. But when these teams yeah. get back from these when these teams get back from these bowl games, it's going to be on because that's when it's the real conversation is going to start taking place. So these, that that's these, around the country too. So if Georgia, you know, I, I think Georgia fans maybe look at this and go, you know, here's the questions: What's up with the D line? What's up with the D line? Uh, there's some D linemen that's going to go in this portal. They're not in that portal right now, and uh, that's that's a lot left. Uh, what, what do you say? A lot, a lot of meat left on that bone. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot left 
there's a lot left there. Yeah, and I mean, and listen, I, I heard from a source yesterday that Georgia's involved with several defensive yeah. linemen right now. Yeah. Um, we don't may not know them. We I, none of them may not they may not be even takes yet. You know this, but, but Georgia's been in contact with some defensive linemen. You can put everything you got on that. Um, and, and there's going to be there. I mean, we obviously we know about Xavier McLeod, but Rusty, it seems you know you mentioned you know you know you mentioned London Humphreys, and and that's been one that's been out there since the jump. You mentioned Tra- Trevor Etienne. Um, it's seeming like you know as the as it kind of wears on, and it's, it feels like it's developing slowly. But again, we're only here ten days into it. It seems to me like you're starting to kind of get an idea of some clear, some clearer targets, uh, you know, as time rolls on here. And you know, obviously, like I said, Xavier McLeod is a guy that was on campus last weekend. Um, Michael Jackson III from USC was on campus last weekend. Um, you know, not can't sit here and say I think he's a he's a massive frontline target for him just yet. Jake Roos came in with a report yesterday that George is involved with another portal wide receiver. Um, and Rusty would not shock me at all to see Georgia make a big run at Colby Young out of Miami, 6'5", 215 pounds. They don't have that guy in that room right now. No, it's kind of like that, uh, that Javon Williams type guy, you know, that bigger guy that you can – Lawrence you can Cager. Lawrence Cager. You can win a, you know, you can win a big one-on-one battle because of body size. And uh, Yeah, that's a name. Um, I'm going to do some notes here looking at my phone. I'm going to do some notes here probably in the next hour, hour and a half on Dogs HQ. And we got a couple of names I'm expecting in town this weekend. And, okay. Uh, one or two you might be familiar with, and one I'm certainly familiar with because uh, I covered him. And uh, interesting name, interesting position. And uh, I kind of like the fit if Georgia can land this one. So, uh, you know, here it is. We're second weekend of visits, and it's still crazy to me that we're not really doing high school visits. You know, we're not, you know, we're doing high school visits because they're going to practice this weekend. <laughs> Daniel Calhoun played in the state championship last night. Dude's beat up. Dude's tired. He just played 15 games of high school football. And uh, he's going to go home today. He's going to probably sleep in, hurt a little bit. He's going to pack his stuff up. He's going to be in Athens Friday night. Ryan Puglisi is going to be in Athens Friday night. Uh, it's go time for those guys. There's no more OVs. It's time to get a playbook and uh, get your locker. This question right here, I've seen this one pop up several times lately. It seems like Georgia's going to stand pad as far as high school wide receivers in this class. Yeah, not doing high school. Uh, unless it's something crazy pops up, but uh, and I don't blame them. I mean, Georgia's in the portal, man, at wide receiver, you know, and that's the that's just that is the deepest position there is, period. And, it has, and it's and it's the position that's been producing. Uh you look at wide receiver, I'm telling you, man, these high school kids kind of it is what it is, and we, we could have another hour conversation on that, but teams aren't messing around anymore. They're going straight to that wide receiver portal because, number one, you've seen game tape. You've seen the guy in action, and uh, there's no better kind of eval to watch a collegiate game tape with wide receiver. That's where George is going right now. They're not they're not messing around with high school much at all. Yeah, and, and, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's one of those spots to me. It's – it's almost receiver has been so emphasized to this point. It's almost getting to the point where it's almost on the same level in some ways as offensive and defensive line. I think you still have a higher hit rate at receiver coming out of high school. Cause listen, it's speed, it's hands, it's ability to track the ball, yep. but you're seeing a lot of elite guys, a lot of really good athletes come out of high school and it's still taking them some time before they're actually getting there. Cause these offenses are kind of tough to learn. They're people are going more pro style. I feel like getting a proven commodity, a guy who's been out there a couple of years and can can come in and produce for you right away, 
is that just makes a lot of sense. There's there's a maturity level involved with it too. That's sometimes I think there's a de-recruitment that goes on with high school kids where, hey man, I ran I ran posts and goes and caught screens and I didn't really block in high school. I got to and then you go out and get a guy who's been there around a couple of years and he's willing to do all that. Yeah, the ones that ones that uh, adapt to that quicker are the ones that play. But you know, Georgia's got Nitro Trouble and trying to hold on to him right now. LSU's a team obviously involved there, but got Sakovi White, a kid that I think Georgia fans are absolutely going to love. And uh, they tried they tried on a few other. I think they they tried on a few other high. And I, I really do think that high school is the priority still for Georgia. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. But when you look at how this class unfolded. Uh, and, and one of the names is particularly brought up there. I think Georgia made decisions like we're, we're not taking any chances. Like if we have questions right here. We're not. We're going to the portal and we're getting a kid that we feel comfortable in our eval. And, uh, you know, that's where that's kind of where they are at wide receiver. I, I think Georgia's going to be fine at wide receiver. I think they're going to end up with a couple guys in this class. And London Humphreys is a guy that, you know, that, that's another guy they really need, man, with that speed. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh that's that's a guy i expect to end up in georgia something we pride ourselves on at dogs hq is we're not overreactionists we don't we don't like i don't feel like we're overly emotional or or fly off the handle about anything but but man i cannot say enough rusty i i every day with each passing day you hear more stuff about london humphreys that makes you think dang man no wonder georgia was on him immediately out of the portal you hear some stuff from the vanderbilt side you hear some stuff from people who who just know the kid and saw him play in high school or or you hear stuff from the georgia side and this kid's an elite elite athlete like i'm not saying he's the fastest kid in the country because he's fast 10 600 meters is moving but i'm talking about a a multi-sport track the football big strong I mean, that's another thing i heard yesterday is is yeah he's he's six two six three hundred ninety five to 200 pounds but he's strong as hell like he, he is a physical kid and those are just all good things you know you like to hear about a guy that georgia very much leads for coming out of the transfer portal yeah i like the the multi-sport athlete too i mean we could go on and on about things like that but we got we got years of data of multi-sport athletes so he, he's 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 there yeah, absolutely. Um, one other thing I did want to touch on out of the transfer portal right now, Rusty, is when you as we as we look at it and and we see, you know, who George is targeting and, and who they're going after. When you look at the defensive line, and I know that's kind of everybody's concern right now. What would you say is kind of the number one priority for Georgia within the defensive line? Kind of getting it down on more of a micro level. Do you think it's nose? Do you think it's interior in general? How, how do you look at that? You got to have a nose and got to have two, and they got to have two interior guys. And they got to have some. Uh, let me show my age though. Wendy's commercial, Where's the Beef? Uh, <laughs> that's Georgia's got to have that anchor. And uh, they got to have a guy that's ready to play right now. They, they, they don't have a guy that they don't have to have. Nazir Stackhouse, let me, let me say a couple things about this. And, you, and you've seen clips all over social media. Did he get his ass whipped at times East Alabama? He did. But he also had some good plays. And you know what Nazir Stackhouse was forced to do? He was forced to play a lot more plays than he usually plays. And what does that tell you? It tells you like a depth right there. Georgia didn't play Jordan Davis 45 plays a game. They played Jordan Davis 25 or less. And they knew max effort out of a big man is where they are. You start talking about getting into 40 plays with a nose guard, and you're asking for trouble against Alabama. And that's what happened. So, uh, you know, to me, they've got to have a big body interior guy. I think they got to have help on the inside tackles. 
I'm not really worried about the outside guys right now. Uh, I think they got some guys that can play if this roster doesn't change because it can change in a heartbeat. I think they're five techniques, a couple guys that need to have step in there, but I like where they are there. Tough loss yesterday with Marvin Jones Jr. And that's what happens, man, when you when 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 you have a Jalen Walker. Jalen Walker's a third down pass rusher. You know what I mean? And is what it is. They got Damon Wilson. They got him pinned, but they got these guys in behind there. So it happens. And, uh, you know, so you look at those guys. Uh, Gabe Harris is a very, un- let me tell you something. You want to tuck one away? Tuck Gabe Harris away. Yeah. Because that, that kid's going to be really good at Georgia and he's going to play next year. Talked with someone yesterday, very familiar with this Georgia football team. And I just said, hey, you know, they said, listen, Gabe Harris can freaking go. So there's another young defensive lineman I think it's going good. But right now for Georgia, they got to have some beef and they got to have some guys that can play right now because Georgia opens up and Mercedes-Benz against Clemson. And they don't get any easier as that schedule goes on. They have got to have some help in the middle. Quick stat for you. Nazir Stackhouse, through 13 games this year, played more snaps than Jordan Davis played in 15 games in 2021. Uh, yeah, man. It's yeah. only ten more snaps, but if you you throw two more games of thirty to thirty-five plus more snaps on that, that that starts to paint that picture yeah. that you're talking about. And uh, you know, Christian Miller kind of tried to help out at nose tackle there a little bit. Not really. I don't it's think his not, optimal it's spot. Not, yeah, it's not his size, but I, I tell you yeah. what, I like Christian Miller's a year one on getting off blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's that guy that can win the. He got he got pressure. You gotta have pressure sometimes when you don't dial it up. Like, you need that D lineman to win a one-on-one. And Christian Miller did that a couple of times, and that's what really flashed with him. We saw it in high school. He needed, he needed a year. He needed a year to get strength and condition. He needed all that kind of stuff. Well, it's go time for Christian Miller, and uh, he'll be a big part of the puzzle. But I still think they need – when Georgia – listen, when Georgia's been really good, what have they had on defense in the middle? A yeah, dude. they've had, yeah, have had, yeah, had a big dude. Yeah, it don't have to be an NFL first rounder. There's not many of those Jordan Davises coming. John Atkins was tremendous at it. Yeah, I think Jamal Jarrett's going to be a player too that's going to take that step. I think he needed to get his weight under control. I think he needed to learn how to practice at the pace at the University of Georgia. I don't mean I'm giving up on him, and don't mean he can't be that guy. But I think Georgia needs some depth, and they need to add another guy in the middle right there, uh, another anchor that can play. And I'm certain, I'm, I'm confident that they're watching that portal. And if one goes in like that, they're going to be all over it. No doubt about it. And I, I do want to point out this, too. It, it wasn't just the defensive line. I mean, it wasn't just, you know, Nazir Stackhouse or, or Warren Brentz or Zion Logue or any of those guys. It was, you know, listen, Georgia wasn't healthy at linebacker. And the fact they weren't healthy at linebacker, they ended up being young at linebacker. And, and it, it, it was, a, it was a, a kind of a convergence of things. And still, still was a very good defense just oh, wasn't I, up to what it has been the past few years and that's that's a big part of it rusty obviously got to hit on this because this is going to be news until it ain't um ben bear says do y'all think bobo visited raola Rayola just to keep the relationship should he transfer in a year or two listen i think george is always playing the long game but but something i think fans would do well to slow down and realize is when you spend as much time talking to these kids as these coaches do a, they're not just going to give up because they've put a lot of time and effort into it, but B, they genuinely like them. They genuinely appreciate them and build genuine relationships with them. It's the only way to recruit. You don't recruit on fake relationships. Yeah. And, you know, you you build, you get to know people, and there's no doubt in my mind Mike Bobo was at Buford High School yesterday enjoying himself to an extent. 
<laughs> I mean, even if good or bad news, I don't care, but enjoying himself, spending time with a guy that he's gotten to know really, really well over the past year. You walk in there yesterday, if you're Mike Bobo, and you got questions. Yeah. And you need, and you need to know. And it's man to man. It's just go time. You know what I mean? Um, say this uh, Dylan Riola was scheduled to be at Georgia Saturday at lunch. You're going to get a playbook, you're going to do a team run, and you're going to be a part of this program. He's going to be in Lincoln, Nebraska. And like you said, when you recruit a kid for two years and you invest that time, you get one last chance to maybe get in front of him. You go over there and you ask questions. And that's part of it. And, um, you know, whatever comes of it, comes of it. But, you know, this, the, the George has not been successful recruiting, uh, just, just, you know, wiping their hands clean and say, all right, do what you need to do. They went over there, I'm sure, had some questions and had a conversation. I do know they had a conversation, uh, at least. And uh, who knows what happened, but man, to me, you know, when he goes to Nebraska this weekend, uh, that, that tells me a lot of what's going on. And, uh, you know, like there's a lot of stuff going on. Had an uncle there, his uncle's coaches there. His uncle got a new contract last week, an extension. So confident his uncle's going to be there on that staff. Dad was all American there. Uh, a lot of ties. And uh, we could go on and on about that. But, uh, you know, I, I would imagine that Mike Bobo sat down with him, had some questions. Wanted to hear what you got to say, and uh, Mike Bubba's behind the scenes. He's 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 not not a, uh, one of those uh, BS guys. He'll 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 get to the point on some questions. I'm confident in that, um, and it is what it is now. And he'll be in Nebraska this weekend, and I, I fully expect him probably landing their their class. Yeah, may may not go, may not come back. May not come back because he, he go, can, may go to Lincoln and not come back. He can enroll there. I mean, he can do the the practice thing and do the team run and all that type of stuff. So. We'll see yeah. if he comes out this weekend. Go ahead and start working out for the Cornhuskers. I mean, listen, I, I think we've been honest with you. That's pro that's what we expect to happen um, yeah. now. I mean, yeah. doesn't mean that something can't change. But and you know, ultimately, um, you know, uh, I think we get into this, you know, now as well. Still hearing the same stuff about Carson Beck. You know, still hearing the same thing that you know, as of right now, it seems like you know he's leaning towards coming back. As far as everything we're hearing, haven't heard anything different there. I haven't. Uh, what about you? That's the question of the day. What's Carson Beck going to do? Um, I made a note last night. You know, there was a report that Georgia had contacted Malik Murphy. And if that is the case, which it very well could be, I would imagine the contingency on that is if Carson Beck leaves, we would be interested in you. Um, and, and, I, and I think we've made it clear on Dogs HQ that if Carson Beck leaves, Georgia's going to be in that quarterback portal, period. Uh, and that's no question. That mean they're not confident in what they got. But again, they're opening up with Clemson, so you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, that's going to be taken consideration, and that schedule they got. So, and listen, if Carson Beck were to leave, Georgia's going to be in a very attractive place pretty quick because of what they've got, especially an offensive line. That's what a quarterback wants to see, um, you know, coming back. So, we'll see. You know, I I tend to lean still that Carson Beck is coming back, but again, that's not a final answer now until he says it. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of where we are. You know what's funny is as somebody as somebody who's you know done this for a while, the whole shown interest thing, the report out there that that George had shown interest in Malik Murphy. I mean, listen, man, that could be a support staffer who knew Malik whenever he was at, whenever he was being recruited could say, "Hey, Malik, I saw you in the transfer portal, buddy. I hope we can talk soon." You or know? it's uh, or it's somebody reaching out to his quarterback coach, going, "What's yeah. the deal? What's his thoughts?" I get it. And like, and like you mentioned, Rusty, it's 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 business. It's a business thing, right? Oh, because 
Malik Murphy's not in no shape, form, or fashion is going to consider Georgia unless Carson Beck leaves anyway. 100%, so yeah. Georgia can be completely honest with him. Let's, I don't I don't care if it was Kirby Smart who hit him up. Kirby's going to tell him, hey, Malik, if Carson leaves, we're interested. Yep. Um, but we know if Carson doesn't leave, you're not interested. So let's just put that, you know, put that stake in the ground right here and we'll come back and talk about it later. Um, but it's it doesn't hurt at all to go ahead and kind of get, you know, your foot in the door there. Uh, any more final thoughts for this week? And I know you mentioned you got some visitors, uh, you know, you got some visitors you, you're going to talk about here a little bit later on at Dogs HQ. Anything else you want to kind of let folks know about what's coming for us? Yeah, I just want to, you know, I think people look at the portal right now a little bit and go, but there's not exactly what we need. Guys, this has just started, okay? And listen to me now. It's just started for Georgia. There could be a lot of changes in this, more change on this Georgia roster. There's still, still a lot there going on. There's still a lot going on behind the scenes. So, you know, what what's going to happen? And I think if you – we're going to continue to give you on Dogs HQ what we're hearing, uh, what names we're hearing. I'm going to add some names here probably the next hour, hour and a half of who I expect to be on campus this weekend. And and uh, and they're not high school guys, okay? So that's where we are right now. And this portal is open until January the 4th. So the signing day is next week on the 20th, but another massive – maybe even bigger as a matter of fact right now like this time uh maybe even a bigger deal is going to be when that portal closes and uh, when these teams get done with these bowl games because there's a lot of teams right now especially the playoffs those kids aren't left th those kids hadn't left those teams yet every one of those teams are going to have kids leave that's in the playoffs and it's not going to start until after their their seasons are done so there's a lot going on too man yeah, it's not going to definitely not going to kick in gear until those teams are done, just like it didn't for Georgia the last couple of years. You know, everybody, folks are making that comparison. Well, George, you know, Alabama hadn't had anybody leave. Well, Georgia barely had anybody leave too. You know, the last couple of years before the before the national championship they game all, was over. They all, so that's just, they, they all stay and they they're, they're going to be a part of it. As soon as that plane landed from the national championship, we we started breaking portal news because kids were they were rolling so. Is what it is, man. And that window uh, is even condensed now. So uh, we'll, we'll see. And by my count, just, just to wrap up here real quick, because we're about to run out of time. To wrap up, uh, you look at the guys Georgia has committed, if it's going to sign all of those guys or add to it a little bit and add five or six or seven portal guys, folks, Georgia via the transfer portal or the NFL draft is going to have to lose about 20 more guys to make mm -hmm. room for all those guys. So – we're just getting started over at Dogs HQ, okay? And uh, it has, by the way, thank you to everybody. If you're out there listening and you have joined us, uh, it, it, there's a good chance. I feel like there, we could probably throw a rock and, you know, I walk out my front door and throw a rock and hit somebody that's joined us lately. Nice. We've, we've, we've had that many folks kind of come over and check us out, and we, we appreciate it so much. Uh, but for this episode of the Georgia Show AM edition, I'm Jake Rose, Rusty Mansell, and we'll be back with you guys Sunday night. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three 
and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-427 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.